Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome back to another Voice After Show. It is season 13, episode 5 and 6. It is the final blind auditions. Stay tuned to see our thoughts and see who the judges picked. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Pick me. Pick right me. Here. Right, right here. here. Right here. Right here. No, right here. Right team here. Lena, right here. please. Right here. Uh, uh, no, Team Lena. No, right here. I'm the one sitting right by myself. <laughs> team Lena, please. Yeah, that's right. Right here. <laughs> well, welcome back, After Buzzers. It is the Voice After Show, and I'm here with my co-judges. Not my co-host. Today we are going to be the judges because we are so judgmental on this after show. I'm definitely not J-Hud. Pick me, pick me, because this is this is Lena Productions right here, oh. and then Lena Productions is her story. Is it her, it's story, her story or his story? No, it's her story. It's my story. <laughs> <laughs> it's her story. All right, welcome back, guys. We're all jokes aside. We are recapping episodes five and six. The blonde, audi- blonde. I just had a blonde moment myself. (laughs) I mean, it should be the blonde auditions because I wasn't too impressed uh, with a lot of the auditions, but that's a whole different topic in itself, which we'll get into in a second. But we're, like I said, recapping starting with episode five, and we're going to tell you guys our thoughts. Real quick, though. So J-Hud basically started off episode five with nine teammates, and then... I believe it was Miley. Miley, Miley had eight, and then the boys Blake and Adam had seven, seven. Mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting because I don't think it's an advantage that Jennifer Hudson has nine people. If anything, her roster is kind of full, so I feel like there were so many um, greater talent tonight, and that she wasn't able to pick them because she only had one person left. So for those of you that don't know, your team is full when you reach ten. So Jennifer Hudson only had room for one more. Miley had room for two more. Mm-hmm. And Adam and Blake ended up having room for three more. But I believe Blake ended on nine. So what are you guys' mm-hmm. thoughts on, like, the whole... Do you think it means, like, the judges better if they have, like, a higher number or... No, I think for, like, J-Hud, I feel like she, on the spot, already knew who to pick. And I feel like she didn't notice all the way up until the end, like, man... Um, like I'm full, like, I'm sorry, I can't pick you, but I, I mean, in all, I feel like she did really well with her team and choosing. They're all pretty much the same. You guys have to remember, this is like gambling. So (laughs) you gotta, you gotta put your chips out and you gotta grab the numbers while they're going because you don't know if the end is going to be good or bad. So you take that risk. If you snatch up all the good singers, you take the risk of there being a great singer at the end, or you might be the lucky one that gets all the good ones in the beginning. Spoken from a true gambler, guys. <laughs> but there's also a steal, right? There's the there's a steal which is steal. coming next week. Yes. Uh-huh. That's interesting though, because I've always felt like the steals. It sucks because the judges invested so much already, and then what if you know they were already like in sync? I mean, there's not a lot that's happening. There's not mm-hmm. going to be any coaching by next week. But I will tell you something. So Jennifer Hudson, I was watching back our first couple after shows, one and two, we all said how much, you know, we love that J-Hud is on the show, you know, she just won The Voice UK, mm-hmm. and then I noticed the last episode, we were both kind, all of us were kind of like, 
All right, oh, J-Hud, take it like I... a step back. And in the comments, a lot of people are talking about how like for her it's just kind of like a competition. But I feel like on this episode, Adam definitely won the cake. Like he was getting a lot more bones thrown his way. Yeah. But is that because J-Hud had no room left? Possibly, (laughs) possibly, because her vocal range is so much wider than his is, and, you know, it was was just kind of like, she, like you guys said, she had to be a little bit smarter this time around, she was like, (laughs) you have one spot. Yeah, but I feel like she just went all in, and maybe in the very beginning she was trying to prove something, because, you know, she was in the UK, and now she's coming here, so it's a big responsibility, especially because she won the UK, The Voice. But she was the newbie, she had to come in swinging. Yeah, but she was not a newbie now. Not to the U.S. She not to the U.S. But she came so in like she's doing a corporate takeover. It's not even coming in swinging. It's, it's not like it's it wasn't. Day-head it wasn't like people. boxing in the rounds. She came in like this is a corporate takeover. So what's going to happen is your receivables, and we're going to merge finances. I'm like, and no one's going to be union anymore. All right, so we're going to get to the after show. I just thought it was interesting as I was looking back how we kind of like changed our views on Jayhud as each uh, two episodes went yeah. by. So we're going to start off with Chloe. Chloe worked at the coffee shop. She was in a band and she loves Miley. I believe she even said she's in love with Miley. Mm-hmm. And then she sang the chain song. And of course, she chose Miley, which was not a surprise because going in, she was so fangirling Miley. And it brings me back to the whole like, are they really going for Miley because they think she's the better judge? Or do you think that she's going for Miley because it's like, oh my God, it's Miley Cyrus. They're in like a similar age group. Mm-hmm. They just want to be friends with her. Yeah. Yep. I feel like this wasn't a smart move for her to go with Miley just because she sounds just like her. And if she wants to step out of the box, she should go with someone else. Um, So I, and it sucks because in the very beginning, like when you know that they're so hardcore, like Team Miley, it's like they give it all away. It's like, okay, so what's what's there going to be to it? We already know you're going to choose Miley. Yeah. There's so. been, no, there's been a couple times where there's been people that come in and say, I want J-Head, and they've not picked There her. was two. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get into that, but there was actually yeah. two people that said, one said they wanted uh, Adam, I think, but mm-hmm. he and then the other one said they wanted Blake. Well, the last, we'll get into that in a second, but the last guy saying Sugar, I mean, if he wasn't going to go for Adam, yeah. I don't know who was. But anyways, we'll talk yeah. about that in a second. So on today's recap, we're going to kind of go in chronological order just so that way you can follow us along at home and then also we can follow along. So going next is <laughs> Olivia Kay. She was 13 years old. Aww. I cannot believe she was 13. She was so adorable. I don't know at 13 what I was doing, but I definitely wasn't getting on like a huge stage like that singing for people. She actually had no chairs turn. No. And she she sang The Ghost, which I really like that song. And she's so cute. She had like a little picture from when she was, I think, like five or six or something. And it was a picture with Blake. So, I mean, I think Olivia was hoping for Blake to turn, but nobody Mm -hmm. did turn. Um, She's 13, so I'm not going to say anything, but... Her voice has potential. She has a you lot of growth. That's it, the best yeah. way to say it's, it. It's a good opportunity for her to to get up there to see what it's like. It was her first round, or you know, her first rodeo. Mm-hmm. So she can come back next year, or even two years, three years from now, and come back swinging yeah. hard. What yeah. an honor! And though. She has every opportunity. Yeah, what an honor at age thirteen and be able to do that. Like, yeah. That's amazing. And then get advice from the judges as well. I think she handled it well. She actually handled it a lot better mm-hmm. than a lot of the adults that don't get any chair turns. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. If I was up there and nobody turned their chair. I would have cried and ran off stage. <laughs> would you? I don't, I, I don't I think I would have run off stage. I would definitely get emotional just because you're so vulnerable up there. You're like yeah. putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And it also doesn't mean you're not good enough. Obviously, it's episode five and six. I'm assuming they went and like 
some kind of chronological order how we're trying to do today. Mm-hmm. So the teams were a lot fuller. Yeah. But um, I definitely think that it was the best choice. She is 13. She's extremely young. She has a lot of time to grow and develop her vocals totally. and stuff like that. So totally. kudos to Olivia for even having... I was going to use a oh. very interesting terminology. Gusto. The having ball. the courage. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the balls. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that. For having the courage to come on The Voice. So good job, Olivia. Hopefully we'll see her in yeah. season yeah. 14 or 15. Next is Dennis. Dennis was the guitar player, and he said one of my favorite things. He said, I am always the bridesmaid and never the bride. And I thought that was such <laughs> an interesting quote coming from a guy, first of all, because it would be like, I'm always the groom and never the groom. But I feel like maybe men don't think the way women do, so it's not like, a, yeah. they're like, a, yes, I'm the groomsman. I mean, a, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a <laughs> like, I'm not the groom. Yeah. So anyways, I like Dennis's quote. Um, he's a guitar player, works in the studio. He instantly got a turn from Adam, okay? He actually said that he wanted to be on Adam's team, and he's saying she talks to angels. And what's funny is he didn't pick Adam. He picked Blake. Blake. So this is one of the cases that we were talking about where Chloe ended up picking Miley. Mm -hmm. Dennis actually ended up picking Blake, which I thought was amazing. I feel like any time that happens, it shows that something vibed. It's Mm -hmm. not just about the pre-notion or like, you know, you're, like, not judging a book by its cover. They actually, like, went in yeah. and then changed their mind. Right. I didn't think that was going to happen, though. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I thought, at the very beginning, his tone reminded me of John Mayer. Just because of how he started. I see that. He's like, <laughs> you I don't think that. like no. I had to think about it. I was like, eh. Yeah, I, I thought so. I thought his, his tone reminded me a little bit of John Mayer. I really would have wanted him to go with Adam. Just because I feel like that would have been a better pick for him. As opposed to Blake. Russell is so picky. I'm just I'm just dying to hear what Russell thinks because every time we're viewing the show, he's like this. Mm. Mm. Here's the thing. No. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to. You're in a competition, and if you're already at the top of your own game and there's no Frazier. room to grow. Okay, but if there's no room to grow and there's nothing to do, then how am I supposed to like you? You know what I mean? You're rooting for the person who you think can Take the building blocks and do something with it and get all the way through the end. I agree. You know, and a lot of these people, and maybe that's the biggest issue that we're all having as as a panel is that we see like, oh my God, no one's really impressed, impressed me and blown me out the water, but are, should we be looking at them like this person has what it takes to grow all the way to the top? Totally. But because, no yeah. one's blown me completely away. No, well, they develop as time goes on. Yeah. So you kind of pick and choose who you like or who you see potential with. And then as time goes on, then you're just like, oh, I knew they had it in them. Like, they're my favorite. Like, I want them to win. I love room for growth. And if anything, you know, I said this in the last after show too. I always like it when there's someone that I feel like everyone knows is going to win. You know, some competitions, all the judges are like, if you don't win this, you're going to be a star. Mm -hmm. And then I like it when someone else just kind of like creeps up and wins. Mm -hmm. But for me, what didn't get to me and I, until I would say episode six is I'm looking for someone with like a unique voice, Mm -hmm. like just, you know, in all my years of listening to music, which is quite a few years, I've heard the same thing. And it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, um, with Chloe sounding a lot like Miley is I want to hear something different. I want to hear something unique. I don't want to have like another Adele, you know, another Miley, another Jennifer Hudson. It's amazing when someone, especially when people do these covers where they take an already like an already existing song and they make it like instrumental or they make it their own. Like I like that so much better just because no one, everyone likes the original. No one's going to be like, oh, no, no, 
she sounds like Jennifer Hudson, but I'm not going to buy Jennifer Hudson songs. I'm going to buy yeah. XYZ songs that sounds like Jennifer Hudson. So getting on to our next singer, Ignatius, which I just love that name. I don't know why. I think it's such a great I like that name. and unique name. I wish he would have mentioned why his name was Ignatius. Ignatius. So anyways, Ignatius was actually on season 12. He won the Snapchat voice singer. Mm-hmm. So he's actually back again. And I love when they just come back. It kind of like motivates you, shows you that they didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed like clips of him, like him and Adam were like giving hugs and stuff like that. He sang the song Catch, which I loved. Yeah. I love the rendition of it too. And then he picked Jay Hudson, which... I'm not surprised about. I don't no, know why. I'm not surprised either. And it was interesting. He's an ordained minister. <laughs> That's yeah. a shocker. That was a shocker to me. Like when he said that, I was like, what? You're an ordained minister? Sorry, I, Father, yeah. I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> I literally got the chills when I heard him sing that song. It was a perfect song choice. Such a beautiful song. Yeah, I couldn't. It was amazing. It didn't catch me by surprise that he was a minister because in The Voice Italy, um, a sister one, a nun one that series so that didn't throw me off but i liked him he he does ha- he has a lot of potential you yeah. know he's like like she said he was a saxophone with his own his, his voice sounded like a saxophone she could tell he plays a saxophone and the saxophone has a lot of high pitches and big notes so that's good i liked him i liked him a lot well it wasn't surprising that he was an ordained minister that he's singing i just he didn't seem like it he didn't seem like oh, it man- which i guess his is mannerisms. just yeah which yeah. is like a terrible thing to say because what is what is an ordained minister supposed to seem like? <laughs> yeah. It's just the way you know, how, like Jennifer Hudson is all about her like God and there, spirituality. She dives into it. She yes. she just goes like straight into it. And she yeah. vocalizes it. This yes. guy was kind of like blah, blah blah blah. By the way, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. That's because she was like she used to sing in church and she was like as part of the choir well, and that's where she started. And she's also been through hell and back. Chris yeah. Kardashian is an ordained minister too, so I'll just lay that on the table. Right there. <laughs> In that vicinity. Uh, okay, <laughs> moving on from Ignatius, we have Rebecca. I really, really, really liked Rebecca. Me too. She was a background singer um, for the last several years. I think she has a look. She came out kind of like in that. I, I'm assuming it was. Hopefully, it was faux fur. Now, there's anything wrong with wearing fur, but obviously, <laughs> if you don't have to hurt animals, yeah. why would you do it? Yeah. So she was wearing kind of like that faux fur jacket mm-hmm. and then that dress, and I thought she looked super stylish. Had the great look. She sang the song "Believer." Mm-hmm. And only one chair turned, and it was Blake, and I thought he was really happy to have her. Yeah. Um, for me, I liked her. I didn't think her voice was like, oh, my God, but I do think that she has the potential mm-hmm. to be big. Like, she kind of has, like, the look. She yeah. has a good voice, and I do feel like there's a lot of growth for her, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I think her song choice wasn't a good one. I didn't think so either. It was, um, like, too out really of range hard. for her. Yeah, it's really hard to sing that song. Not saying because I would sing it. <laughs> Or I know how to sing. We want to hear you sing. Go but ahead. No. Since you're going to be so judgmental. Five, six, seven, we want to hear you sing. Ready? No. Um, we'll be, we'll but... be the background singers. Dude. Yeah. You're the singer here, not me. Maybe maybe at the finale. You I'll, can I'll sing? something out. Yeah. What? R&B. R&B. Can I? Hello? I said at the finale. Yeah. Can you drop a tune? He's going to go sing with the I feel like I've been lied to my whole life right now. But back to Rebecca. Okay, here's the thing about her. I liked her. She was Ashley Graham with, you a like Miley, with a Miley voice. But I don't think she's right for this competition. What I think, what I hope happens for her is that someone picks her up from this competition because she has everything she needs. Yeah. What more can she really get from this competition? She can. She definitely can get more, though. I feel like this was just like a sneak peek. It was such a hard song to pull off. But if you find the right 
like mentor as she is with Blake because he was the only one that turned around. And I feel he did like such a strategic move where he was like, okay, I'm going to wait to the very end and make sure not to like push the button. And when he did and he turned around, he was like, thank you. Like he was so adamant about his like decision and he knew what he was standing up for. Does anybody know how like the background of this show works? Is it like if you get picked up on a team or you're on the show, do they get like a percentage? Like if you become somebody, like are they your unofficial manager? Like how does that work? I feel like there's more into it for these judges because they're just, they're so invested into it, not just about winning. I think they're also, like Russell said, they're probably thinking big picture because Mm -hmm. there's so many people that don't win singing competitions like American Idol or even America's Got Talent, other things like that. And they end up getting like record deals. Absolutely. Yes, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just being on the show in itself, which I know, as we saw and we'll talk about in a second, just when some people even get one chair turn, mm-hmm. everything inside of them is just so overjoyed because you've made it. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, you're going to be on YouTube, you're going to get hits, you're going to get a following, people are going to f- know who you are, follow your journey. And let's be real, it's like better off than how they woke up. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. I mean... Like, when J-Head refers to herself and says J-Head Productions and blah, 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 at the end of the day, if that person doesn't win, like... She's a corporate takeover. Adam has signed many people to his label already. So this... From the show, right? Exactly. So this is their opportunity, not only to build a good team, but those are people who are building their own record label and their own empire, like Diddy. So that's what I'm saying. I think, like, there's maybe something on the show that maybe they sign, like, some authorization or something that if you do get picked up... And they coach you, like, they become, like, your manager or something like that. I mean, I don't know the official details. I'm just curious if anybody at home knows, works for The Voice, works for, like, the law team or production. Like, is that how it works? Well, for any scene competition, there's there's a, a fence that you can't cross for a certain amount of time. Right. So whether it's six months a year or whatever. But in that time, those judges can pick you up and re-sign you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I meant. So that's why they have... Because they mean it. Like, mm-hmm. when they're fighting over these people, mm-hmm. I feel like they're looking big picture. Exactly. They're not yeah. just thinking, like, this competition. No. And I think that's the, one of the biggest problems with the people that are coming up to sing and trying to get this opportunity. They don't see that. They're here like, I want to win The Voice. Like, of course you want to win The Voice. Everyone wants to win The Voice. But if you don't and you have four chairs in front of you, which one of these people is going to sign you and get you to that next level and put the effort into your record? Very true. Okay, so next we have Brandon Brown, which was another example of someone that said they wanted one particular judge and then, of course, changed their mind, which I love. I don't know why I love when that happens. I don't know if it's because of suspense. Mm -hmm. Because we'll sit here and we argue. Like, right after we're watching, we're like, who do you think he's going to pick? Who do you think he's going to (laughs) pick? So Brandon Brown is 19. Holy shit, for a 19-year-old, he has a deep voice. Like, so deep. I love the song choice. He played George on my mind. This guy's like a unicorn. He plays the violin, plays the piano. Of course, he said um, before the audition that he wanted to go with Jennifer Hudson. But Adam was the first one to instantly turn his chair. And then, of course, he ended up picking Adam, which was very surprising. I just figured with his song choice, his voice, and obviously the fact that he said he wanted Jennifer Hudson, I was like, he's for sure going to pick Jennifer. When he said Adam, I was like... And she tried hard. She, tried, she even sang. <laughs> she sang when she was like saying stuff to him and trying to get his attention. She started singing some words, and she's like, "I really want you. Like, I want you really bad on my team." <laughs> and she didn't and try. She, she didn't try hard enough. She was yeah. flirting with him. She's like, "How's it so? Oh, baby." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I'm 19." <laughs> He's over 18. So <laughs> I wonder if they watched the audition tapes. Because if Jennifer Hudson watched the audition tape and saw that he said he wanted to be oh, on totally. Team J-Hud. Actually, I don't even think they have the time to do that. No, I think they watch it after the fact. But yeah. she's probably like looking back going, oh my god, like what did I do wrong to not get him? But I think it was mm. the instant chair turn that got 
Brandon. And his mom. Yeah, his mom was yelling for His mom was like, stage. something different, something different, which I really liked because that means he has a good backing. Yeah. She, he, his family's not afraid to tell yeah. him, like, uh-uh. Like, that's, that's doing too much. It's the same thing of what you are. Mm-hmm. You, same vocal range. Go to something else. And that's what he yeah. did. Yeah. Can we talk about that one piece, though, when they showed Adam's and Blake's gestures from, like, season one all the way up till this season? They show, like, the oh, pictures the of it. Yeah. Everything. That so, was embarrassing. So, um, Blake does this. <laughs> Adam does this. Did you did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, Blake okay. <laughs> literally had the same curve and he was like These are like questions. But at least Adam was like That's when we yeah. open That's when we opened the show. I was like everybody we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. But, you're going to you're going to you're going to vote for me right here. You're voting for Lena. But it's like every single time I'm like why does he why does Blake always do this? Like it's just his thing. But then for them to just kind of put it out there, I thought that was really yeah. funny. It was cute. To me. I feel like they're I can't believe I'm going to say this. Whatever. I feel like the reason why they put so much focus is on the judges even more so this season than the last couple seasons is they don't really have that great of um, vocal ranges in terms of, like, options. Like, I feel like the the cast this season is not as great as the last several seasons. I mean, the last 12 seasons. So I feel like they're showing a lot more personality between the judges, which I really like. They And I like that Adam got a win. They Adam finally... Beat Jayhan. I feel like someone just finally threw him a bone. Yeah, that was the, if the, and then and if there was a bone to get, that was the one. Yeah, I thought he was amazing. That was the bone. And to the get. fact that he's only nineteen. There's someone better coming up that we're gonna. No, talk there's about. someone definitely better coming up. But I, he's saying like of all the bones, like it's better. <laughs> you don't agree. What do you, what do you mean? Like he, we just said he hasn't got a bone, and that was the bone to get because oh, he no, wanted no, no. Jayhan. I... He sings like Jayhan, and he went to Adam. Well, because who was the thing Adam. is that. No, the thing is that, like, I don't think he was that much of, a, like, a great singer for him to get that. Well, when we, get like to, a, when we get to episode six, which is my favorite, he got that bone, too, but he yeah. was the only one that turned. <laughs> so there wasn't really, like, any argument. It was kind of like, hey, you're on my team. By the way, you, like, choked up Yeah. Um, when I turned. But, yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. Mm-hmm. Next, next, we're going to Nathan Grams, also a guitar player. I feel like we've had a lot of guitar players. He had the outfit. He looked so unique. He kind of had, like, that country vibe, too. Um, he's saying, nobody to blame. There's always somebody to blame. You're absolutely wrong. I'm just kidding. The song <laughs> he's saying was nobody to blame and no chairs turn. I like Nathan. Um, I don't think he was the best, so I'm not surprised there was no chairs turn, but yeah. I feel like he was better than some of the people they've turned on in the yeah. first couple episodes. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I liked him. I didn't love him. I liked his style. He reminded me of um, guitar player, American Woman. Um Aerosmith. Uh, no, black eye. Why does he black Aerosmith? Oh my god, why am I blanking on his <laughs> you know name? What I'm thinking about. I know exactly what yes, you're yes, saying. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, I was just gonna say Craig Davis, not even Craig David. Oh, I listen style. to his... a song all the time. Again. Let me look this up. And then it goes all of my life. Come on. Ah. Uh, he was a nose ring. Yes. I know. Drawing the blanks. Dang it. Dude, can you look up again? <laughs> no, I'm looking up American Woman. But until we get back to that. No, but I love this guy. Let's Are you talking about Lenny Kravitz? Yes! yes! Oh, oh my Kravitz. god. <laughs> we should not be on this after show if we cannot think of Lenny Kravitz's we're, name. We're dealing with too many people right now. That's why. No, I listen to 90s music all the time. I always listen to his song. That's why I'm like, yeah. Aerosmith? What? what? No, Lenny Kravitz. He was very Lenny Kravitz to me. Someone eject me out of this <laughs> damn chair right now. I should not be the lead host on a... After show about music when we don't know who Lenny Kravitz is. Neither should Russell. No, yes we do. I just forgot his don't name. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I thought he was, was awesome. Such an individual. Such an individual. Versus all the cliche 
just BS that we've heard. But that sucks, though. So if you get on a later episode, you're likely not going to get picked. I feel like he was a lot better than... Some the first the four episodes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Dude, looking back, some of the people in the first four episodes, holy smokes. He got a thing like Barry White, you know, like very raspy down in, you know, in the in the grunginess. And I think it good. was just like his song choice, too. Like that just didn't work in his favor. But, but it was him. A, yeah, it was him. It was and it was definitely the, him. And the, everything. I think it was at least 50% because of the fact that everyone's roster was full. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. That's why maybe you should get in line. Earlier at the voice. Is that like how it works? Like the audition line, like you take a number and it's. I was gonna say, I think it's a lottery. Like, oh, it is. They have to go to the producers Mm. for the blind auditions, and I think it's just kind of like, all right, how are we gonna do this? Let's do a lottery. We'll just pick names. But I loved, um, I loved him, and I think he should definitely come back. I think so too. I think it was just timing meets opportunity, Mm -hmm. and he had the opportunity, but it just wasn't the timing for him. So I definitely think he should come back. He was a lot better than a lot of the people that got picked. Speaking of that, you remember how we talked about Samantha Rios on the last YouTube? Yeah. I loved her. She wrote us on YouTube. We yeah. do read your comments. Shout out to we Samantha. Do. You you should be on this season. We're team Samantha here. And if I had a record label, I would sign you. <laughs> I don't have a record label, but I'll sign you. I got a piece we'll of paper <laughs> and a pen. <laughs> we'll sign you it's to After Blank, Buzz though. Records. It's going to be going Buzz live Records. at the end of this season. You know, We're we go should make our own record show. Just like J-Hud. We don't even know who Lenny Kravitz is, but we'll start a label. <laughs> but we know who Samantha is, and that's all, yeah. the, that's all that matters. All right, Samantha. a hold of her. Okay, so next. Whitney, who I loved. I put a heart next to her name. She grew up singing in a church. I feel like we have a lot of spiritual and religious people mm. on this particular episode. She said, hold on, we're going home, which I really, really, really like that song. And then she picked Team Adam, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really good pick. I feel like Adam is, you know, he got some little good selections on this episode. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of her? I liked her rendition of the way that she did it. She knows how to use her voice. But I'm scared that she's going to get stuck there or she's not going to build on top of that. But she knows how to use her voice. She's, she's good at what she does. And can I see her being a star? Yep. She has I the could, look, I could see for her sure. being like Cheryl Crow. Oh, that's pretty big. Yeah. I liked her that's rendition. a compliment. Yeah. I liked her rendition of Hold On, We're Going Home. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, and I think she did a good choice at choosing Team Adam. Well, I Adam, feel like she can grow from being with him, like he, coaching. I think she had a really good connection with Adam, too, because he mentioned um, Christina Grimmie. Christina, mm-hmm. Who did that. Yeah. You know, and, and she was very talented as well. Yeah. And then speaking of liking... I liked Ileana a lot, who came right after. She is a cheerleader. <laughs> she didn't look like a cheerleader. She was wearing like that nice little like I green lacy she, dress. She looked like yeah. an FBI agent. <laughs> she had to keep it clean. You better say only good things about her. Her dad is going <laughs> to hack your whole life. He's going to like do a research on Russell. Russell did not like my daughter. Yeah. I liked her. I liked her look. <laughs> she just had that very like sweet girl next door look. Um, she's 18 years old, so she's still a baby. And she sang New Soul, which I thought was a great song. Mm-hmm. And then she picked Miley, which I thought was so random. I No, she wanted to pick Miley since the very beginning. But I just she thought it was random, though. Yeah, I, I, would, I agree. Is I it like I another... No, I think she should have would, would have been better for her to choose Blake, definitely. Because it's different. I don't know, it's just a different vibe than what she sang and just everything all together. Um, but she went Miley. Like, you better watch what you say, Russell. <laughs> Her dad's an FBI agent. He's coming for you. Sorry, boo. You ain't a front runner. And that's how that's going to go. Dad, look me up. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I actually think she had a lot of room for growth. She seemed she very nervous yes, on stage. Does. I feel like she's like 
one of those flowers that hasn't like quite yet bloomed. Mm -hmm. She was very nervous, very quiet. I mm -hmm. mean, like she, she's very bubbly. Yeah, yeah, but she on the stage was not who we saw. Like I feel like oh, in yeah, the audition tape. Yeah. So when I saw her on the stage, she just looked so. Like, there was a lot more to her. Mm -hmm. I feel like if the right person got to her, which I do not think is Miley for the life of me, I don't think it's Miley, yeah. to bring that out of her. It might be Miley. You think so? Because Miley then flew off the edge from Hannah Montana, <laughs> and then she brought it on back. So that might be what she needs. She might have to fly off a little bit. So Christina Aguilera flew off. Brittany flew like off. She's, so you wanted to wear, like, a naked bodysuit and ride a ball? Like, no, through but the, I, think that, I think the new and improved she Miley. went from one extreme, having a dad as an FBI agent who's so protective and so, you know you know, wants to make sure nothing happens without her and X, Y, and Z, that she might have to fly off the handle a little bit like Britney did, like Christina did, like Miley did. That's and why I feel like Miley Now they came back and their careers are That's amazing. why she's a terrible... Okay. Uh, she has a good career. But they're child stars. There's a huge difference. She's the kid, too. Britney Spears was on the uh, Disney show. I think Christina the, was on it, like, briefly, Club, too. Yeah. yeah. Or, sorry, Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. Oh my God, is that still around? No. <laughs> I wish. No. I love Disneyland. Yeah. Be better than some of the towns they got on there. And then Miley, <laughs> come on. Like, they were all, like, child stars. Her, her dad's about to come on the show. and That's awesome. Um, yeah, but that's awesome. Actually, looking forward to that. Yeah. But here's what I think. I think that with Ileana, and I, I could be wrong. I'm just judging someone I saw for, like, a couple minutes on the stage. Yeah. She has yet to come, like, out of her shell and blossom. And I feel like Jay Hud, even though she's very, like, corporate takeover, I feel like she would have brought, like, that strong independence out of her where I know like Miley always is always saying like her story her story and like is very big like on advocating like mm -hmm. women empowerment yeah there's nothing wrong with I told you uh, what did I, I tell you I thought it was a little bit too far but I just think Miley is just taking it to the whole like that's what I was just level. gonna say is, yeah. is she's, I wasn't rolling my eyes at the fact of feminism I'm rolling my eyes at the fact that Miley just she's and I'm actually like someone and I, it's it's funny how like it's not funny I mean like in a sad way that people always associate like being pro-woman or like Believing in women empowerment is like, oh, God, here she comes. She's going to, like, burn her bra or whatever. But <laughs> Miley is a little bit too, like, her story, her story. I don't know. And they could just be cropping it. Like, she could be having, like, three-hour conversations and they just keep cropping <laughs> yeah. it to her, like, very, very, like, pro-woman. But Jayhad, I feel like, is a very strong, independent woman that's been through a lot. And I feel like she's also come out of her shell. She also used mm -hmm. to be in a competition. I feel like she would have been, for sure, the best choice. And I feel like... Ileana's daddy's not happy with Miley Cyrus. I don't think he's happy either. But <laughs> you know like, what? The other he's like, no, no. <laughs> no, he's going to be keeping an eye on Miley. And he's Bogota. like, let me have Miley's credit score and see if it came back up. <laughs> I wonder what her credit score is. Um, so then they did like a quick kind of like recap. I hate how they do that for some reason. Because I feel like it already makes me think like this person's like whatever. Mm -hmm. But they had like Natalie Stovall and then Ryan Scripps, who by the way... We only saw, like, Ryan's scripts for, like, 20 seconds, but I really liked them. Mm -hmm. And they both got added to Team Blake. I don't know if they're just hating on Blake, so they didn't want to show their auditions. I thought Ryan was good for, like, the 10 seconds mm -hmm. they showed the clip, or do you guys... No, I uh, liked him. Like, how do, they like... how do they decide that? Like, just we're going to think... show all 35 of these people, and then Ooh. these two people, we're going to... think Yeah, I think it was because Blake was the only one that turned around, so they're trying to save time. Well, not just that, but just maybe just... They were just at a certain point the, as an artist themselves that the judges didn't have much to say because you, you both make the show, you know. So the judges says, "Oh yeah, that was good and speechless," you know, and they can tell if someone's faking it and try to like, you know, give something that's better. But if that person is good and they have nothing else to say, there's really nothing to go to, even if they're the best thing in the world. That's true. Well, we'll see more of them. So I actually liked the last two that they closed off with. The first one is uh, Megan McNeil. She is 31 years old. 
Um, her mom is also a vocalist. She works with bands. She sings at weddings. Mm-hmm. Does she sing at divorces too? Just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> that's a thing now. It is. That Shut is up. A thing now, divorce yeah. parties. Absolutely. Because yeah. people just have money to waste. I yeah, guess. They just but... live, like freed. Some people do. Some people don't. They take it like way up to the like part. Their divorces. Oh, I'm dramatic about it. And yeah. I was totally joking. I was like, yeah, single life. Man. I'm drinking now with my best friends. We're here yeah. in Hollywood. Ah. Like, and then they get into like a new relationship unfollow. and they snap their whole like new relationship. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you trying to prove? Anyways. New so, boo, better than my last <laughs> one. Hashtag better. Hashtag love. Hashtag I'm in love for the rest of my life. Hashtag upgrade. <laughs> hashtag upgrade. <laughs> okay, so Megan McNeil, I really, really, really liked her. Um, she sang oh, a I rendition of Can't Feel My Face, which mm-hmm. is by The Weeknd. What's interesting is... That I love this song, and for the longest time, I thought the song was about finding another person, and you're always smiling when you're around them, so that's why you can't feel your face. Oh, no, girl. And then I find out um, <laughs> the real uh, reason behind why you can't feel your face, so I feel like I don't feel the same about the song anymore, but I love the way Megan sang it. I love, you know, as we said earlier, when someone kind of adds their own touch to it, because you're never going to sing it. Yeah. Like, the weekend, like, you're going to try to top the weekend. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so she picked Jennifer Hudson. It was the only chair that mm-hmm. turned. Very convenient because I think That's Jennifer perfect. was, like, dying for her. Yeah. I was surprised about that. That was the only chair. I was, too. I thought yeah. that, like, I, I felt like two or three other judges should have turned around. Absolutely. But it was a perfect pick for J-Hud. But it's too typical of a pick. I mean, obviously, Megan didn't have an option. It's not like she turned down somebody else. No one else turned their chair. But I definitely think J-Hud came up on that. I can't picture her with anybody else. Maybe that's just me. But I can't picture her with I couldn't see her with Miley. No. I couldn't see her with with Adam. I could see her with Adam. I can see with Adam because he might have took like her her voice to like this cool maybe like it's just so profound indie, screechy like yeah like pushed it out to another level but she was so she was very Jill Scotty which yeah. I love Jill Scott and I mean there was re- I mean not to say she was forgettable but her everything just went well yeah you know? I agree and then we're gonna I'm gonna throw it to Maite who is oh, obsessing yeah, yeah. over the last <gasps> vocalist like, yes so I will throw it to her to talk about him he is. By far my favorite. Tell us. Tell His us name you really is feel. John Marrow. He's 31. <laughs> he was inspired by Whitney, um, Michael, Prince, Bruno Mars, everyone. The song that he sang was a perfect I know you're giving me a face right now but just his song <laughs> selection was so good so this is like your it guy he's that's my it guy I put my fave thus far and he, of course he went with Tina okay She's so like, this, is, this is this is like, like yeah. this is daddy so this is yes so this is like a big shocker because he actually went with team Adam and he got all four judges to turn around so this is the part where I'm just like oh he's Adam's got a winner in his team like you this think is it he was worth the four chair turn yes no. I do no so why he, you did you hear how nasally that man was? <laughs> he I just I wanted to take him a tissue coffee. and I wanted to blow his nose. You no. know, like the, the Christmas time one with the little with the lotion sound on nasal. it. He was all nasal. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. I didn't. He was I more didn't nasal hear than that. Face. No. <laughs> yes, he was. I didn't hear that. You know what? I heard the grudge. Don't be mean, I heard Russell. The, like, yeah, I heard the raspy. Hold your nose. They're so. <laughs> and sing. There is so. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much to him. He has. I so swear, much we're all going to hell. <laughs> you know what? I, and, and then when the judges turned around, I was like, so done. It's like a done deal. He's going to win. I'm already calling it out. I'm just his, it out there. Nope. Mm. Nope. I'll have to go and rewatch it. <laughs> <I'm, laughs> 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole show next time with a clothespin on my nose, and I hope you like me better. Well, maybe you'll sound better. Oh, All right, these two are gonna these two are gonna go back and forth forever. That finalizes episode five. Yeah. So yes. we're gonna go to episode six, which is the final blind auditions. We're gonna talk just about some of the highlights. Otherwise, we're just gonna sit here and keep talking about how we don't know how they got a chair turn why they're on the show. But um, kudos, by the way, even though we make these jokes, kudos to anybody that auditions. It takes a lot of courage and you made it. to follow your dreams. And just in the fact that you can put it in the universe about what you want to be and you're taking the first step, you're already 50% of the way there. So even though we joke around, because if we don't joke around, then all we're going to say is that we haven't found the one yet. And we're not going to be entertaining to anybody that's watching. So you're welcome, people. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, so starting off with the first... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Starting off with the first highlight is Michael Kite, which I thought was Michael Knight for the longest time. Me too. Um, <laughs> Michael he, Knight. He picked Adam, of course. song, Sugar, which mm-hmm. is my favorite song, and it happens to be at a wedding, speaking of weddings. Um, I actually really like the Sugar music video. Have you guys seen it? I haven't watched it, no. Mm-mm. They go to, like, different weddings, and they, um, isn't the video Sugar, where they go to, like, different weddings, I and they, like, pop up and surprise? It. Oh. I don't know. They make it seem like they wedding crash. Can someone look that up? Just because I don't want to, no. like, someone's going to write in the comments, like, Lena, you clearly don't know Adam's songs either. <laughs> but he does, like, I, a I music... watch the music video. No, you'll know what it is instantly. Like, literally, it Who's looks like they're pick? wedding crashing, so they, like, pop up at, like, random people's weddings, which I really liked. So, um, everyone knew that he was going to pick Adam. I think there was no question about it. I love how J-Hud, for, like, a second, she said... Um, I almost like would have turned my turn my chair. It's like don't even waste your time. Like he did a rendition of Sugar. Yep. And I like that it wasn't the original Sugar, just like, because no matter what, I feel like even if he did it better, like that's still bad. That's a hard song. Yeah. But wouldn't it's notes. like it's like offensive if he like yeah. not offensive, but so he's like everywhere. Yeah. yeah so, so it is Sugar. Yes. I did not get Lenny Kravitz, but I got Sugar right. <laughs> um, yeah. So he did a rendition of it. I really, really. Really liked it, and then you know, no surprise there. Yeah, I like Team what he Adam. Did. I like what he did. Absolutely, it was almost like you were watching his own concert. Um, he has a very quality voice. I could see him with the record deal, but is is he gonna bring the personality and the backing for the voice? I don't know. I feel like he has growth. I actually think exactly what you said, yeah. but I feel like that's why he has more room for growth. He's very like shy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good like- point. I didn't think about that. Cause like, yeah. and then Adam's kind of like that guy that has like a lot of confidence. He's like with the Victoria's Adam's Secret model. You know, mess. he's gonna give him like some good vibes, like make him feel good about to himself. Me. Yeah. All right. So then next we have Justin Bieber meets Nick Jonas. Yes. Yeah, Jeremiah Miller. Yeah. I thought I hate saying this, but this guy's gonna be a star. And the reason why I hate saying that is it's the voice. It's not supposed to be about anything else yeah. but their voice. And he is 18 years old. I feel like he's kind of like that Justin Bieber phase. Remember when like Justin Bieber first started out on YouTube? Mm-hmm. He had like a really kind of like girly voice. Mm-hmm. That's not what he sounded like, by the way. <laughs> I was just trying to give my impression of a girly voice. <laughs> and I have like a manly voice. It was just, just disregard that whole like sound I just made out of my mouth. Um, Justin Bieber kind of had that little girly voice. And then as he got older, it matured into kind of like a sexier voice. This guy's definitely going to be a star. Yeah. I'm not saying he is the best singer on The Voice. No. But he is the one that's either going to win it or he's going to be in the finals for sure. He is 18 years old. He has that hair. Um, yeah. Are you kidding me? He knows dedication. He was on the wrestling mm-hmm. team. Yeah. He said he ate like egg whites and tuna. Ugh, yeah. Who the hell wants to die? Mess. And he has the look. And every single judge, the first thing they said is he's so cute. Because he is. Yeah. He has a nice smile. He's cute. All these little teen girls are going to be voting for him and like... 
and wanting to keep him around keep and buying hun. his, which is perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect, like, pair for him because he has, like, that voice and he can totally, like, develop and be something even better. Yeah. I agree. And he has a lot of potential. Yeah. I thought, I'm very surprised about the J-Hud. I don't know why. I feel like he would have picked an Adam. I think no, to send smart. him to Simon Cowell and let him sign him already. That's what he... <laughs> Simon Simon loves those like boy it's like he says it he goes like the boy band like this is Simon he's like sister he's like you're gonna be a star yep yeah. you have the look yep yeah and it sucks because it's not supposed to be about the look so one Sam Fraser please yeah. anyways you. and then lastly because we do have to wrap up even though we love to sit here and let you guys listen to us talk it is Serena she's 17 years old she spoke like a combination of Spanish and Bachata. English. Wasn't about it. No turns. She sang Stand By Me. I feel like her voice was kind of like all over the place. It was. I do think she was great. I think she was shocked that nobody turned. It was actually kind of sad, like yeah. how sad, was sad she was. Yeah, it was sad because it was we were able to see something so different from her because she like, sang in Spanish and added English. But I did hear that, like agree with the judges, that it sounded like there was two people there. Yeah. Just because she kept on switching. And maybe it's not such a smart move to, like, sing in two different languages because you already feel so much pressure, so you just have to stick to one and just make it work. Yeah. I think it's a great idea, but she just didn't have it right now. Russell's not impressed, so let's go to the last person we're impressed with because I cannot believe that this is on the last page and I didn't get to it now. Gary. One, two, three. Gary! Gary! Dude, I I love Gary. I love everything about him. He is the guy that you want to win with him. Yes. And it wasn't fake. He wasn't trying to act emotionally. Some people cry. I'm not saying it's fake. But... He broke in the middle of the, the song. Middle of the song. So I'm just so excited for Adam. <laughs> Dude, the wife was like, no. They, they are relationship goals. I'll tell you yeah. that much because Absolutely. she wanted him to win so badly. They're perfect. We all did. It's so yeah. good to see like a really good love story. This is like the first significant other I feel like was really thing. But I love Gary. Honestly, he has so much room for growth. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. And his voice is so smooth. It's Sam Smith. So silky. He was for sure like those vibes. my favorite pick so far of all six episodes. So while we wrap up, everyone tell me your favorite. From mine, like I said, for sure is Gary. Without a doubt. I want to like, he makes me want to like win with him. Mm. I don't know if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mine yeah. is John and Gary. Both of them. I'm, I'm picking Russell's two. like rolling his eyes about I'm John. picking two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Whatever. Um, yes, my mama likes it too. <laughs> Chris, Chris Weaver from, from the like very Chris. first episode. Mm-hmm. I gotta love Gary. I just want to have dinner with him and his, his lady. Like, they're just absolute. Just Alright, so you guys, ah. Danny is not here. We definitely miss you, Danny. I'm yes. looking forward to having you back next week. I did way too much talking today. My voice hurts. So, uh, Danny, we need you back next week. But as of everyone besides Danny, we all agree, Gary. Yes. Finally, because the last we like two Gary. episodes, we're like, we're not impressed. We're, we're not impressed. We're not impressed. So, great way to end off the blind auditions. They saved the best for last for sure. Gary, we love you. We are Team Gary over here. And I did forget to introduce my co host, but you know, we always save the best <laughs> for last. I am Lena Nori. You can find me all over social media at Lena Nori. And then we have my beautiful co-host to my left. She's going to introduce herself, tell you where to follow her. Hey, guys. You can follow me everywhere at MaitheCreo underscore. And you can follow me at Russell Ray Silva across all my handles, including my website. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to tweet us if you guys agree about Gary. And if you don't, tell us who you want to win. <laughs> but next week, we are doing the challenge. Is it stealing challenge, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.